You like to hang around the gymnasium? Ever been in a Turkish prison? You like movies about gladiators? You ever seen a grown man naked? Surely this can't be episode number two. Yeah, it's episode two. Don't call me Shirley. Welcome to Movie Muggin, the very first podcast I think about movies with a father and son duo. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. My name is Vince. I'm Jack. And welcome to episode number two. I'm, I'm proud of you for being on here with me, episode number two. Most podcasts, well, most podcast ideas never even get off the ground. Nobody ever does them. A lot of podcasts I've read, and it was on the internet, so it must be true. Mm. One and done. <laughs> like they do one podcast, and then they never, never do another one, so... We're uh, we're doing okay. Yeah, I guess we are. And remember, if you're listening to this, we talked about it last time. Uh, welcome to the 21 episode challenge, where you have to give us at least 21 episodes before you decide to bail out. Because we all know that the first couple are going to suck, and then we get better as we go. And 21, I think, is the magic number we came up with last time. So this is episode number two, and last time Jack got to flip a coin, and he came out the winner, so he got to play his movie, and it was the babysitter. And uh, we both liked it. It was some dark, dark stuff, but but it was good stuff. So this week, it's my turn. And one of the premises of this is is I'm 50 years old, and Jack's over there yawning already. I'm, am I boring you? No, no. Okay. How old are you, Jack? <laughs> 18. So anyway, the whole premise is, you know, I, I grew up in the 80s, well, 70s and 80s, and, and there was a lot of what I thought were good movies back then. And I kind of want to expose him to some of those great movies, and then he'll get an opportunity to expose me to some of his. And, you know, we might throw in some other stuff, like we may just go to the movies one day and, and see a movie that neither is, neither of us have ever seen before, and, and then do a review on that. I want to see if some of these movies stand the test of time, because Jaws. So Jaws, oh my gosh, Jaws... Comedy. Jaws came out in 1975 and scared the shit out of me. And really changed the whole travel industry. It scared the shit out of the nation. People quit going to the beach because of that movie. And so we decided one time when the kids were still pretty young that we were going to make Jaws family movie night. And uh, we uh, we were prepared for them to get freaked out and not want to swim in the pool, you know, which is ridiculous. But I think a lot of people got just completely scared of the water. So we popped in Jaws one night and tell me about it. Um, well, what you wanted, it completely backfired. I, I was laughing emily was laughing we it was there was nothing scary about it it was more just like what the fuck that's a that's a puppet or something like it was a robot or whatever but it looked completely like not real at all and the way its jaw was moving just like on a on a man-made hinge it was not right it was not a scary looking shark even though sharks scare the shit out of me yeah i think I, you know, I'll be honest, that, that movie was, was really great for 1975. And, and I'll, you know, in 1975, we, we knew the shark looked a little more fake than it should have, but that movie does not stand the test of time. I'm just going to go out there and say it. And there might be a lot of haters out there for that. <laughs> there better not be because it's a fact. Yeah. My kids laughed, literally laughed at it. They thought it was so stupid and so bad. The music was great. Yeah. Yeah. The, and really, I think it was the music and the suspense that made that movie great. It, it certainly wasn't the shark because the shark does look kind of fake. I would say most shark movies that I've seen are pretty much either a B movie or just a piece of shit anyway. I've no, I don't see any good shark movies really. Yeah. We watched The Meg the other day. Uh, 
Jason Statham's a, still a heartthrob, but man, <laughs> the movie sucked. Yeah. The the Shallows was good and 47 meters down was good. Yeah, The Shallows that girl got stuck out on the rock. It, it was good for what it was. I didn't go into it expecting a, a just a fantastic movie, but I it was entertaining. All of them are entertaining to some degree. It's just some of them are much worse than others. Yeah. And now they got all these other these terrible B movies like Sharktopus. <laughs> yeah, versus like Croc no, not Crocagator. That was <laughs> yeah. like, like Whale Gator or some, some ridiculous. Cyber Croc shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Which they're I mean funny. they're funny and, and they're worth a watch. But anyway, it's my turn this week. Before we get into it, one of the things that I didn't really talk about last time, I just I just said the Mormon mothers. Let's see what the Mormon mothers say. And what the Mormon mothers is, IMDB has uh, a parent's guide. And we used to use that whenever we would have family movie night. We would say, oh, this has two S words. Sorry, kids, we're not going to watch that. Side boob and dim light. Yeah, we talked Couldn't about, watch Braveheart because yeah, of that. Did, yeah. So we as parents, <laughs> look, we did the best we could. And, oh, and, yeah. You know, we, like I said last week, we wanted to protect you from the filth that, that's out there. Yeah, side boob's very horrible. Again. It was dim lighting makes it even worse. There's no parenting handbook on how to do this. We just simply do the best we can. So... My wife and I always looked at the parents' guide, and then we made our choice if they could watch the movie based on that. It has like how much gore is in it. It has language. It has um, you know sexual situations, and so we always check that out. So when I talk about the Mormon mothers, that's what my son lovingly nicknamed this parents' guide. He called it the Mormon mothers' guide yeah. um, because I guess Mormon mothers they don't even allow like caffeine and stuff like Super that. Super strict. You got to be wearing certain kind of underwear. So anyway, when we talk about the Mormon Mother's Guide, that's uh, or the Mormon Mothers, what they say, that's what we're talking about. So it's my turn. Yeah, lucky uh, you. Enough of the witty banner. Let's <laughs> let's get right into my movie. All right, here's the moment you've been waiting for. Um, I will preface it by saying this movie is probably the most quoted movie, maybe of people in my generation. Oh God, I I don't even know. I, yeah, no guesses from me. So so really. If somebody like on social media puts a line from it, anybody from my generation will be able to put the next line and be able to just say other things that were in this film. So it's got that going for it. This movie came out in 1980 on Rotten Tomatoes, 97%. Damn. IMDb, 7.8 out of 10. Okay. And Metacritic, which I don't really know what that is, is uh, 78%. And Google users, 85% like this movie. Very well taken movie. Okay. Yeah, so let's see what the Mormon mothers have to say. Okay, there is a newsstand magazine section labeled Whacking Material <laughs> with various seductive magazine covers, including a few naked women on the covers. This Full scene, frontal? I don't know. It just says a few naked women on the covers. This scene is brief, and you have to look close to see the naked women. Let's pause it then. Yeah, that's what pause <laughs> buttons are for. And then I'm going to need you to go do something else. <laughs> Well, it is whacking material. It'll so. probably take just a couple minutes. Not too long. <laughs> Good for you. Um, <laughs> oh, we also see uh, women's breast shaking, but she's fully clothed. So maybe like a dude wears my car water pitcher challenge, wet shirt, wet t-shirt challenge. Um, you can see their <laughs> their whole boobs through the shirt, but they're still clothed technically. I don't think it's like that. Okay. I remember this movie pretty well. Okay. So anyway, the name of this movie is Airplane. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I think I've seen the previews for that. It looked pretty funny. Very 
uh, is off the rails the right term? Just kind of wacky. It is wacky. Uh, I guess it is wacky because that one uh, whack material shit. Yeah. So it is known as a parody slash disaster movie. Disaster. Okay. Yeah. Parody slash disaster. Those two things don't go hand in hand too often. Am I thinking disaster as in like plane crash or am I thinking disaster as in this movie's a fucking disaster? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'm wondering what that is. I'll find out. <laughs> Shortly. Yes, yes, you will. So go ahead and pause the podcast right now, everybody. Sit down and watch Airplane. Uh, you got to rent it. Use promo code MovieMuggin for uh, 25% off. Yeah, go ahead and give that a try. See what <laughs> Let us know how that works out for you. So anyway, we're going we're gonna to watch Airplane, then we're going to come back and talk about it. Okay, yeah. You, re- you ready for this? I hope. <laughs> All right, we'll see. So we'll talk to you uh, shortly. And uh, we're going to take a pause here on Movie Muggin. A Movie Muggin pause. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yeah. We just got done watching 1980s Airplane. 1980 Airplane. Yeah, 1980. Well? It was not as good as I thought it was going to be. Honestly, the the trailer showed all the funny parts. I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. There were a couple things that I think... Maybe were outdated. I don't. Oh yeah. Well, I'm thinking in like funniness that that dude in the like air control center who was just like all over the place. He was typing, and then he's like, "What do you make this map?" And the dude, "Oh, it's a hat. I can make a brooch." I, I, nothing he said was funny to me. Yeah. So back in 1980, homosexuals were made fun of. I, I figured that so was what it was. Basically, yeah, they were they were trying to, they, yeah, they were they were basically making fun of homosexuals in that point. Which which brings me to my point. Does does a movie like that get made today with all the stuff that was oh, in it? Oh, it would get so much trouble and hate and all that. I mean, from the very beginning, they made fun of abortion. Um, yeah. You know, the, the religion. Cap- the captain, yeah, religion. The captain was a low-key pedophile. Yep. Asking the kid if he's ever seen a grown man naked, <laughs> which which really is one of those quotes that, that we said many, many, many times. They made fun of you Siamese twins. many, many times. I do say <laughs> <laughs> I mean, growing up, I remember... You said that to me a lot. Wow. <laughs> All right. Some things aren't made to be shared on the podcast. <laughs> uh, making fun of Siamese twins. Yeah. They, they couldn't do that nowadays. And uh, African-American speaking jive. Yeah, the African-Americans, when they would speak, it'd be a whole lot of just kind of pretty kind of racist stuff. Uh, they'd say she, and then the subtitles say golly. Yeah. <laughs> so which, that was which, that was kind of funny. Which was genius because the lady on the plane <laughs> who could actually speak jive was from Leave It to Beaver, which was like this fifties uh, show, the black and white cartoon. Yeah, or well, not cartoon. Sorry. Yeah, the black and white show. And so June Cleaver able to speak jive. That so there there was a lot of stuff in there that was funny, like in the like in nineteen eighty. Um, uh, yeah. That 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 a lot of people wouldn't get today. And when they, uh, it showed the main character, Stryker, and his girlfriend, uh, they joined the Peace Corps, mm-hmm. and they went to some, like, tribal area, and um, the people were African, and they taught them how to play basketball, and then they got, like, extremely good. I think that wouldn't even get by today either. I think people would get mad about that. Yeah, a little there, stereotype in there. There was a lot of stereotypes, and... It was it was lighthearted prejudice, but like because it was meant to be funny, but it's still prejudice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there was a lot, and uh, I think to me, 
I expected it to be more funny when really a lot of it was just shock value. Like, oh, what the fuck? Did he, why did he just say that? Instead of me like laughing out loud because he said something weird. In all fairness, you, you did laugh quite a bit. I did quite. I, I laughed a lot. But there was also a lot of like jokes that happened and you went. <sighs> yeah, so. there was a lot of. Oh, gosh. So why don't you give us a quick rundown about uh, what the movie was about? So it begins with just like frantic airport stuff and there's just little comedy bits here and there. But a taxi driver, he sees his girlfriend who is like they were on rocky roads or whatever, rough terms. And he saw her at the airport and he's like, hey, I really need to talk to you. And she's like, I don't have time. I'm going on this flight. And so he books a flight on that plane just in hopes of talking to her and kind of winning her back. So many shenanigans happen, and then there were two options for the, the dinner on that flight, which was steak and fish, and everyone who ate the fish was, like, very sick, and they only had, like, hours to live, and so there was all that, and all three of the 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 pilot, the co-pilot, and the navigator all ate fish, so they were all passed out, all messed up, and it turns out that that taxi driver, the main character, his name is Stryker, he uh, was in the war as a pilot, so he kind of kind of knew what he was doing. And so he just had to crash land the plane. He got his girl back, and that was just the gist. Yeah, no, that, that, was, that was pretty good. There were a lot of funny parts in there, and I think when you think back, when you think back on it, you know, there were some parts that just, you know, were like, oh, gosh, come on. You're, it's a little bit too much. But if you think back, you know, the... the the Girl Scouts fighting, the the disco dance scene. Uh, there was a lot of really funny stuff in there. I think the uh, flight attendant playing the song to the girl who needed a heart transplant, mm-hmm. and it was stated earlier, we need someone watching her and her IV all the time, 24-7. No one leave her side. And so this flight attendant gets the guitar and is like really getting into it, and the whole plane is like they lean over into view, and they're all smiling, and... So the flight attendant turns to them and rips out the girl's IV with the guitar and she's just kind of dying and nobody's noticing. And that was that was pretty funny. It happened a, a couple times throughout her song. Other favorite funny parts? That one for sure is one of them. One of mine, I liked it when uh, the lady's starting to have a panic attack and they're like, oh, get a hold of yourself. Oh, and there's like the huge line. There's a line of people yeah. like the second person slaps her across the face. Settle down. They were the they're all shaking her by the shoulders. Yeah. And then they started slapping her. Then the next one slapped her a little more. And then it panned over and there was a dude with a big old wrench person with. I know there was a person with a gun. What was the one in between those? I, can't I mean, there was a baseball bat. Yeah, there was a boxing was gloves. Just boxing stuff like gloves. That. <laughs> that was, they were all getting their turns. She's, calm down. Calm down. You know, the, the, the pedophile captain, low-key pedophile, he's got mm-hmm. this little boy in the cockpit, and he's asking him questions like, you ever seen a grown man you naked? You ever been to a Turkish prison? You like movies about gladiators, things like that? <laughs> you hang around the gym often? So they left something out, and I don't know why. There was another part in this movie um, and we, we just rendered it on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime. So there was another part in this movie where he asked him, you, you, you have a dog at home? And he's like, yeah, my dog's name is Scraps. And he's like, do you like it when Scraps uh, holds onto your leg and rubs up and down? And I thought he was going to make a peanut butter joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, you're the one who says it all the time. All right. Well, um, bucket of chicken? Just in case this is your first episode, in case you didn't listen to the intro, uh, the bucket of chicken 
is uh, our own personal award that we give to either somebody that was in the movie or a scriptwriter or the director or just whatever the fuck we want to because it's our award. And we each individually give a bucket of chicken award to uh, whatever or whoever. Okay. Um, I still need a little time to think about mine, so if okay. you want to go ahead. So my bucket of chicken goes to the great Leslie Nielsen. This was, I think, the first time that I'd really uh, seen him in a movie, and it turns out that he's been in like a hundred and like a hundred movies and like a hundred and fifty TV shows. So he was a big time actor, and a lot of his stuff. You, I know you're familiar with him from The Naked Gun. He was in a show called Police Squad, and he's just he's got that deadpan humor where he's just completely serious, but the lines that he's throwing out there are just really really funny. And in this one in particular, I just I just love. Uh, the one where, like, uh, surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That that's one that we used all the time too. And uh, he he's great. I just I really really love Leslie Nielsen. He was he's just so damn funny. So Leslie Nielsen gets my bucket of chicken. I would like to give my bucket of chicken to the dude stuck in the taxi for the entire movie. <laughs> so basically, the character who landed the plane, he was a taxi driver, and he's like, "Hey, wait, I'll be right back." To the dude who just got in the back seat of his cab, and he never came back. And it showed the dude in the back of the cab about like halfway through the movie, a little bit further. And he was looking at his, uh, the fee. The fare, yeah. The fare, fare, yeah. And it was at over 11300 It was $11,330. And he's just kind of sitting there like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? And he very, he persevered through, through the, just sitting there for hours and hours for a, a, the time of a whole flight. It is just ridiculous, the patience in that man. So he's going to be hungry, and a bucket of chicken will come <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that'll help him. Yeah, that, w- that was a good part, too. What would you hate about it? Um, I know you said it wasn't as, it wasn't as good as you hoped it I would be. It was a good movie still. It was just more shock value. I found that there was more like trying to get like a reaction than necessarily a laugh. Because I, I think a lot of it was very funny. And uh, the things we named, like the standing in line to calm down the girl with anxiety, the... The IV guitar incident, all that. The naked gun guy, what's his name again? Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. During the whole crash landing part, he came in the door three separate times saying, I just want you to know that, good luck, we're counting on you. Yeah. And he, three different times, uh, it was just ridiculous. Um, I can't really think of anything I hated. There's things that got old, mm-hmm. like the dude who first helped with the, the crashing plane. Mm-hmm. He, oh, this is the bad week to stop smoking. Oh, I guess I picked a bad week to stop drinking. I laughed. I think that was the last one I laughed at. And then he said, "Oh, I think this is a bad week to stop." What was there was a pills and sniffing uh, glue? He said, "Taking amphetamines." Oh, this is a bad week to stop sniffing glue. And then he jumped out the window because he was just so high off his ass on glue. That, but that was another one of those quotes that we used to say all the time as kids. Oh, I picked a bad week to stop sniffing glue. And we just thought it was hilarious back then. And But but today, does it stand the test of time? Some of the jokes do. Some of them don't. I agree. I, I don't think it completely stands the test of time. But if you were to sit down or if I was to sit down and just write and, and just watch the movie again and just write down all the things that I thought were funny. It would outweigh. There was a ton of things that were funny. And if I was to write down all the things that weren't funny, it, it might... It'd probably be a 70-30 split or maybe 60-40 split of funny maybe, and not like funny. That. But if you just think back, you know, the love scene on the beach, they're just laying there making out, and then the, <laughs> and the, that was really funny. the wave, wave comes yeah. in, and then they're, they, they're covered in seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there was a catfish behind them. There's, like, beached. <laughs> yeah. I, I think about whenever I'd be, like, sitting at the beach, and then 
the wave would come up and shove sand all in my wherever I don't want it. Yeah. And they're they're just making out in that shit. No, like that just gives me sensory overload <laughs> right now. Yeah. Sand's the worst. Yeah, it is, especially in your mouth. It's all gritty and it stays oh. there for like way too long. Oh man, yeah, I'm I'm getting a bad feeling right now. I'm just thinking I, about I don't sand like it like under my shirt or in my in my uh, flip flops and my shoes. I can't do that. Or like if I I would always hate because I'd want to go clean off my feet when we were leaving the beach, but I I got to take my flip flops into the water then. Either way, you end up with sand in your shoes because flip-flops will just kick that shit up. Yeah. There's no getting past sand when you go to the beach. No. Nope. No, there is not. So any any tips for our listeners about getting sand off your feet, just in case they're listening to this on the way to vacation, going to the beach? Uh, if there's a pool on the way back to your hotel, <laughs> just dip your feet in the pool. Free advice from Jack. Yep. All right. So did it stand the test of time? I, I'm going to say yes and no. I would say more yes than more no. Okay. I think there was a lot of things that appeal to a lot of different people still because the, the there's just so much just normal comedy that will appeal to anyone like the beach scene, all of that stuff. True. But there there were just a couple things, I guess. I don't know. I guess throughout the movie, I was kind of getting harder and harder on it. Like, oh, that wasn't funny. Oh, that wasn't funny again. Yeah. But the the beginning of the movie, all the way to the end... I guess there was more funny things than not. They, yeah, it was just, I mean, they just attempt, attempt, attempt. I mean, yeah. just pretty much somebody would say a line and then they would just show something funny. But again, you really think about it, you know, he he's telling the story about his love life to all these people and they're just getting so tired of hearing it. The lady <laughs> hangs herself, the, the samurai soldier or the Japanese soldier he stabs himself. Seppuku. Another guy, yeah, another guy <laughs> lights himself on fire. So I really think. It, it, the more you think back, the more you can just be like, oh, yeah, that was funny you as hell. Pick oh, yeah, out that, more funny things. Yeah. Because yeah. So, I, I forgot about a lot on the way, like what you're just talking about. I thought it was really funny. Uh, all the flight attendants were looking for someone who had flying experience. And they found Stryker. He was talking another person's ear off about his whole love life and his Air Force experience. And this dude, uh, he was pouring gasoline all over himself. And then he had just lit the lighter when the stewardess is like, hey, do you know how to fly the plane to Stryker? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, but I'm not sure if I could do it anymore. And so the stewardess is trying to get him to go, and he looks over at the dude who's covered in gasoline and holding the match, and he just, like, nods yes, very, like, please He just wants him to shut the fuck up (laughs) and fucking go. And he leaves, and then the dude puts out the match, and then still he drops it, and it blows him up. All right, before we get to our, our rating, what did you think about the, the whacking material uh, magazine stand? It was not as brief as I thought it would be. And the, the movie was rated fucking PG. I saw a whole pair of <laughs> bare tits <laughs> and taking up like the whole screen. It, that is not PG. Maybe that's PG in 1980, but... I, yeah, I guess it was. I'm not... <laughs> what the fuck? I wasn't allowed to see tits until I was like 16 in a movie. I, I think that was true back then. I think back then, you know, just like we talked about last week, Harry and the Hendersons was rated uh, PG. And, and <laughs> while they didn't show any boobs or anything like that... shit. Yeah, they said, holy shit. And used to, it, it seemed like... Uh, I, I don't know that they get away with that as much anymore, although they can say more on TV these days. Yeah. All right, so... Rotten Tomatoes gives us 97%. What's your score, 1 from 100? Like percent? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hmm. 
I know it's over 50. I liked it enough to have it over a 50, probably over, well, definitely over a 60 as well. Okay. I'm thinking probably like a 67 to 74% range. <laughs> okay. Well, one's passing, one's not. Is, is, well, no, is, no. I, I go I'm, back to school. I'm saying, uh, fuck school. We don't talk about okay. that. Okay. I'm thinking 50 as the baseline. Anything above a, of okay. half, half the people like it or more, good. Less than half the people like it? No, that's a fail. Okay. Because that's the, I'm saying like majority type. Well, so Just go ahead and make up your own rules. Okay. All right. Thank you for your permission. So, so you're giving it a range. You can't just come up with a number like in between 67 and 74, like maybe 70 or, hmm. I mean, it's your, it, you know, it's your deal. You know what? I'm, I'm going to give them a 76. Uh, okay. That's a little outside of the range I was feeling comfortable yeah. with at first. But I had a lot of good laughs. You did. I, I kind of feel like I lowballed with the seventy six, but I, I I feel like that that fits because the latter half of the movie was more sighing and kind of ready for it to be over than yeah, the beginning. I I agree. It I, started very strong and continued to stay strong, but then it just kind of tapers off slowly towards the end. I, I agree with that. I, I found myself, you know, and I'd seen I've literally seen this movie probably thirty times. As a kid, there was nothing funnier than Airplane when it came out. And then, you know, every time it was one of those, every time it came on TV, I would watch it and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, but I found myself wishing for it to be over too. The jokes got a little old toward the end. It it does, it does start out really, really funny. And it's probably, if you'd watch it backwards, maybe you would feel the same way if you want, you know, because I think you just get a little bit tired of it. It's like, oh, come on. Y'all are just trying too hard right now. But but then again, there's a lot of funny stuff. There's in there. a lot of funny stuff. Um, so when this came out in 1980, I was born in 1969, so I was 11, I think. I'm not real good at math, but somewhere yeah, around 11, 11 years old. Wait, yeah. Yeah, so 11-year-old <laughs> would have given this, you know, high 90s for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, 50-year-old, I mean, I'm still going to go, you know, I'm going I'm to go 80. I was going to say yours is probably going to be higher than mine because the nostalgia factor. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go 80% on that. I, I It's a... You know, you do the 50, 50 people or the majority. You, that, that's yeah. how it makes sense to me. Okay, I'm I'm going school, and I know you don't want to talk about school, but I'm I'm going <laughs> school. We're seventies passing, and so I, I give it an eighty. That's this is a B minus. So uh, that was our review of Airplane. Um, next week it's going to be Jack's turn to pick yeah. a movie. Um, you already have one in mind. Um, I I just kind of thought of it. I'm not sure if it's my final decision, but we'll see from here. Okay. Any parting words on airplane? Do you recommend that people watch it? Do you recommend that at least l- once? I would recommend. Okay. Yes. What about your friends, people your age? Would you feel comfortable recommending that, saying, "Oh, it's a funny movie. Y'all should watch it." I think maybe a select few of my friends, but a couple of my friends are like they don't have that open enough mindset to think, "Oh, this is funny to some people, so I can appreciate it." For the, a couple of them, it's if it's not my humor, it's not funny at all. But I like to keep my mind open with movies, especially older ones. But I think just a couple of my friends would like it, and yeah. the, the rest of them probably would. Well, a lot of your friends smoke weed, so they would probably... <laughs> a lot? M- yeah. More like 99%. So they would probably, if they were high, they'd probably really you know get a lot more. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't even need to recommend it to, to my friends, because I guarantee anybody <laughs> my age has seen the movie Airplane, because it was just it was that movie. I don't think I would necessarily want to watch it again. I think that for for me was kind of a one and done because 
it got stale towards the end. How am I going to want to watch it a second time and it not be stale all over? I agree. Again? But so you, but you have the good memories of it. Yeah, and you, and you know all the jokes movie. from it that you really enjoyed, and I think that you can think back on that. And I think you'll think back on more of it and be like, oh yeah, that was really funny too. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's our review of Airplane. Next week is going to be Jack's turn, or not next week. I mean, I don't know how often these podcasts are going to be coming <laughs> out because, in, in all truth, um, there was about what two months. <laughs> In between our first podcast and this podcast, but um, we're going to do them more often now. You don't got to tell on me like that. Yeah, well. Being a lazy fuck. Hey, nobody said it was your fault. (laughs) It was my fault. Yeah, damn right it was his fault. I'm owning up to it. Yeah, so hopefully we're going to start pumping these out. Um, I mean, you guys aren't going to notice the difference because we're going to have a lot of them out before we even put them on iTunes and Stitcher and stuff like that. So so here's the deal. If you want to keep up with us, we're going to have an Instagram page. Well, we do have an Instagram page. It's at Movie Muggin. Same with Twitter, at Movie Muggin. No Facebook. We're going to eventually have a website. We don't have one right now because I'm not going to pay for hosting until we get enough of these under our belt. Mm -hmm. Um, You can email us at moviemuggin at gmail.com. So if you have any suggestions of movies that you think that we might want to watch, maybe something obscure that we haven't seen, or maybe just one of your favorite movies, send it our way, and we will sit down and watch it and uh, give our review. Uh, Don't forget to catch our show on uh, Spike. Uh, That'll be coming up this coming Thursday, June 20th. (laughs) Well, I guess it'll be outdated from when this comes out, but yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be on Spike TV. What's our Spike TV show called? Movie Muggin'. Movie Muggin'. <laughs> they never would have guessed. Yeah. Okay, so We're I guess... getting paid big bucks to do this. They want us A-list celebrities to to boost their viewership. I mean, and why wouldn't they? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Well, that was uh, episode number two of Movie Muggin'. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you have to listen 19 more times before you decide if you like us or not. Yep. Okay, guys. So until next time, thank you for tuning in to Movie Muggin'. Yeah!